Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. Today I am talking about some of the daily habits and routines that I've been implementing to help me reduce my anxiety and increase my energy. And I'm pretty sure that you would probably love more energy and you would probably love a more resilient and stable mental health. Yes? Am I right? I'm pretty sure I'm right. So I'm going to dive into some of the practical things that I have been doing and sharing with you some of the things that you can do as well. Because as we enter winter here in Scotland and in the UK, it's easy for our mental health to decrease and for our energy to also just get really slumpy and sluggish, sloggy. (laughs) And anyway, I don't want that to happen to you. So I'm going to share with you some simple strategies that is going to help you move forward. So We're going to dive in, but I hope you're doing well. I am currently recording this to you really cold. I'm not going to lie because when I have the heater on, it makes too much noise for the podcast. So I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet because I'm chilly. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, Um, but it is very beautiful. My office is right underneath a bunch of trees. So I'm currently staring at the trees. A squirrel has just run past. I went, I have a cold water whiskey barrel in the garden filled with water, not whiskey. used to be filled with whiskey. So it kind of smells still of whiskey when you're in it. Anyway, so the water has been cold. If you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, you definitely should. Um, I love wild water, wild water, wild swimming and cold water therapy. That is something that really helps my mind and is just really fun and has helped my resiliency. I will let you know, I was, I'm not great with the cold. Like I'm not one of those people. I go swimming with people that are, (laughs) if that makes sense. I am, I'm cold a lot of the time. I've always struggled with the cold and that's kind of why I started because I wanted to feel more resilient and several years later, that is definitely the case. Plus you've got the added benefit of like a massive boost to your dopamine. It supports your immune system, all those kind of things. Although caveat, I wouldn't say cold water therapy is for everyone. I have a couple of clients right now that have awful chronic fatigue, terrible fibromyalgia, maybe um, people that get really bad panic attacks. I wouldn't suggest cold water therapy. It's something you probably need to work towards, create a bit more resiliency for, and then go and do it. Anyway, side note, this podcast isn't about cold water therapy, but maybe I should do a whole episode on it because it's definitely a tool I have in my toolbox and it's so helpful And there's some pretty decent research around it. But other than that, I have been beginning to get ready for Christmas. This year, I, every year I try to get as many things secondhand as possible. My kids are so young. I don't think they really notice, to be honest. And I've recently become a fan of Vinted. I know I'm slow to the game here, but I've finally figured it out. Turns out it's much easier to use than eBay. Uh, And I am, I've been winning on Vinted. I, um, I've been sorting out my own wardrobe. So I actually have clothes and tops that I like and that fit and Christmas. 
I have gotten a lot of Christmas presents on Vinted, like stuff for the girls' little kitchen, marble run, Pikachu items, all the things. Anyway, that's my life update. <laughs> Not very exciting. Um, but as of you hearing this, I'm recording this actually in November, but as of you record hearing this, a couple of things. I, um, I'm gonna, I've got a little ad running um, that you'll hear it in a minute, but basically I am running my big sale of the year at the end of December and start of January. I traditionally do a birthday sale and I don't think I did it the last couple of years, but I'm bringing it back. And so if you've been thinking about working with me, basically get on the wait list, go to keziahall.com forward slash sale and you'll get on the wait list there. And it's just going to be a really fun, massive discount on working with me one-to-one. So if you've been thinking about that, then you can head over there. And if you've been thinking about joining me in my long program, my four to five month personalized one-to-one program, then also, I would book your clarity call ASAP with me at keziahall.com forward slash book. If you book that in soon, you basically lock in my current prices. My pricing and structure is going to change in um, January, February of 2024. So when you kind of book your clarity call now, before Christmas or for the first few weeks in January, then um, you'll lock in the prices before they go up. So it's just a great way of saving. I do have space for new clients. As of um, the new year, I probably can start working with about three people in my long program. So I have space for you. I would love to work with you. I know it will help. And I know you can feel better than what you do right now. So keziahall.com forward slash book. Or if you want a shorter program, so the, the birthday discount and sale is going to be on Root, which is a shorter program. So that's at keziahall.com forward slash sale. So join both, join one but come and work with me. I love doing this podcast, but I'm talking to thousands of people every month. The way that you're going to see results is by getting personalized one-to-one support and then by getting the accountability and coaching you and support you need to see that through. So I'd love to speak to you soon. Let's go on the show. So how have I been addressing and reducing my anxiety, whilst also increasing my energy. That's what we're looking at. And this is also just a bit of a, well, I've done a bit of a life update, I suppose, in the intro. So now I'm going to dive into some of just the simple strategies and just kind of give you a bit of an insight into what's going on in terms of my own body and my own health, because I don't ever want you to think, okay, everything's just always perfect and so easy and everything's just always so easy breezy with her body I mean it's just no that's not the case there's things I'm working on and trying out and stuff comes up life happens and I want to kind of share with you some of the simple things that I've been doing to really support my brain and my mental health and also helps to stabilize my energy there's just been a lot going on well there is just a lot that goes on in my life so if you are new to the podcast you haven't been listening for a while. So I run this podcast and I have done for over six years, seven years, um, like done overall more than 300 episodes. Um, oh, I can just see the moon. Sorry, I'm recording this in an evening and the moon is shining into my office. I have an office in the garden <laughs> and I have twins and I have, uh, I basically had my twins when my son was two. And so and I started, I went back to work relatively soon after the twins, partly because I really, really like doing what I do in this business. This year also was a bit of a fun curveball in that I started doing, working for a charity called Food to the Brain, 
which was really unexpected and actually has been really good and really helpful. But that's another, that is another thing. And there's just been lots going on behind the scenes in terms of my own life and marriage and oh, just lots of stuff happening. And I also have been dealing with um, and realizing I live with complex PTSD and going through quite intensive trauma therapy the last uh, couple of years, but especially the last year. And so anyway, there's just been lots of stuff going on. So I just kind of want to give you a bit of an insight into that and some of the things I've been doing probably in the last two months, three months that have been really helping my health for one for a better phrase. So if you don't know about me, my background health wise was just a lot of awful stuff that no one knew what to do with IBS, diarrhea, awful periods, eczema, joint pain, back pain, hip pain, just pain. so many different things. And that stuff isn't really an issue. I would never, I don't get bloated anymore. I don't have IBS. My bowels are boring. So these are, these are like lesser symptoms going on. They're not big deal. I don't get eczema anymore. I don't get thrush anymore. My periods are pain-free and they're regular and boring. And (laughs) so there's so many things I'm super grateful for when it comes to my health. Um, but there has just been a lot happening. And this last year, especially I've been really noticing and working more on my mental well-being. Um, and then also the last couple of months, I noticed my energy. I have been noticing that my energy was quite poor. So one of the things I used to really struggle with was chronic fatigue. And I'd have these really big crash days. And if you've ever had chronic fatigue, you know that you know your energy would crash and body would feel sore. Joints would be sore. There'd be pain. There'd be fogginess. There'd be like, I just can't really focus or function. And I would just cr- really crash quite hard. And I noticed a couple of months ago that I was having a couple of days, more regular days like that. They weren't as bad as it used to be. It didn't come with pain and it didn't come with all the other stuff that it used to come with. But I would crash and be like, oh my goodness, I am so done. And I was starting to notice a pattern. I started to track them on my phone, how often they were happening, the days of the week that they were happening. And um, so that was one thing I noticed. And then also I just noticed and to be fair, I feel like this might be like my constant life learning is how to just reduce my anxiety and support my mental health. So it's not that my anxiety, I felt like was getting worse, but I'm just always looking at how I can support my brain and my mental health and just help myself become calmer. Oh, that was it. I was noticing actually, I was getting more stressed. Like I was finding, I was just in a more stressed state, you know, when you're preempting about how stressed you are and how much stuff you've got to do, but you're not actually doing any of it. You're just staying stuck in the stress, the procrastination of stress. I was noticing that quite a lot. So I was like, ha, come on, Kezia. So there's things that can change here. So what did I do to support my energy and increase my energy? And also what did I do, what have I been doing to support my brain? Um, so these are just a couple of quick things. This isn't necessarily, some of these things will totally apply and help you. Some of these things might not, but I'm just kind of giving you an insight based on what I know, based on my expertise, based on my health history of like some habits and routines that I've been implementing that have been really helping me and they may also help you. So one thing I did, this is not, this is not going to be a, a shock to many of you, but I reduced caffeine. I actually realized a couple, I don't know, not that long ago, a month ago, two months ago, that actually, oh, for me, I was drinking a lot of caffeine, meaning I was having at least one caffeinated drink a day, maybe like one and a half. And I have a really low 
caffeine tolerance. I think I metabolize caffeine really slowly in my liver. I've known that for a long time. So I, I cannot have coffee on an empty stomach. I, if I have like two, I used to work and manage a coffee shop. If I had two caffeinated coffees a day, man alive, I was hyped like full on palpitations. I think because of my history, because of the hypervigilance, because of that, I live often in quite a high anxiety state. There's just no need for caffeine. I'm already, I'm already on it, guys. <laughs> I'm already aware. I don't need I don't need any more adrenaline. So, and also some of that's to do with different genetics and how your liver metabolizes caffeine and all these things. So I reduce caffeine. And honestly, if you're struggling with anxiety, just reduce caffeine. And I, I say reduce, I, to most people, it looks like I don't drink caffeine. I would have decaf coffee always. I'm back to having that now. And I would have cocoa and cacao, which does have some caffeine in, and dark chocolate, which does have caffeine in. So there is some caffeine going on. But if you think about a normal coffee, maybe being like, you know, say I would go to Starbucks and get a flat white. That's probably maybe, I don't know, 120, 150 milligrams of caffeine. Whereas like a cocoa in the morning might be like 20 milligrams. And a decaf coffee, it depends on the brand, but maybe about 20, 25 milligrams. So I've really, really reduced that back and that has just massively helped my mind and my stress everything just feels so much clearer another thing I've been experimenting with which I'm still experimenting with so the the, the vote is out what's, that, what's the phrase anyway this is still to be confirmed but I did a food intolerance test a couple of months ago and I was reacting it came back as telling me I reacted to gluten, I reacted to dairy. And I knew those things. No, no news there. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't already know. But I was reacting really strongly to eggs. So I've actually not been eating eggs for about two months, um, which is really interesting. So I've been wondering, and I don't have any digestive issues. You know, I can't, when I stopped eating them, it's not like I suddenly felt anything different. I eat eggs and I feel fine. Um, but I, as I have been wondering if that has been helping with my mind. And actually over the weekend, I did eat some eggs. I really fancied some like hollandaise, you know, eggs Benedict vibe. What's it called? Uh, not Holland. I had it with salmon. So what's that one? Anyway, the salmon one. I really wanted some hollandaise sauce <laughs> with eggs and salmon and toast. That's what I wanted. So I made it and I was like, oh, it'd be interesting. I've not had eggs for a long time. And actually a couple of hours later, I did really have like a mental health dip. Now that could have been triggered by some various other things going on. Um, but I was like, oh, I wonder, so that's kind of still, I'm still, I'm still testing that one out because I'm wondering if eggs might affect my mental health. Isn't that wild? Like it might have made me more anxious or more less resilient mentally. So I did have the eggs at the weekend. I did have a bit of a mental health, I don't know what you want to call it, but whatever, thing <laughs> my, my my brain did not feel great um so I'm going to remove it again give it a couple of weeks probably have eggs again and see if there's any pattern again there might not be patterns because you know mental health stuff is influenced by many things but it's just interesting that um I've noticed that but I do think that has been helping probably a little bit with my energy it's not changed it's not been like a game changer I think most of the time with food intolerances people want to be like I got rid of eggs and everything in my life changed that often isn't the case to be honest, I find with food intolerances, really. Um, but it is is something that I've been doing. And I think it's probably been helping with my recovery as well in terms of exercise and 
Um, I did notice when I was training for my triathlon, I'd removed eggs and I did feel like I recovered quicker, which makes sense because I was probably hopefully slightly less inflammation going on in my body. So, so I want to give you the heads up about something. If you have been thinking about working with me, you feel like you know you need some support, you need a bit of personalized strategy, you just need some help, then this is for you. Every year, I traditionally have done a birthday sale. My birthday is at the end of December, and this year I have decided to do something kind of massive. What I'm going to do for a short period of time is have a massive discount on my Root one-to-one program. So if you have been thinking about working with me, make sure you get on the wait list. You just go to keziahall.com forward slash sale, S-A-L-E, keziahall.com forward slash sale. Just sign up onto the list and I will make sure you get one of these spots. I'm only going to be offering a handful of these heavily discounted spots. I'm probably going to do a big 40, 50% discount and it's going to go to the wait list first. So if you've been thinking about working with me, you know you need some one-to-one support, you know you want to start January, February, March feeling really clear, confident, with happy hormones, a balanced um, mindset, a happy belly. You know you want to get kind of back on track and feel really good in your body without all the dieting, restriction, bullying nonsense. You actually want to look after and steward your body and your health really well, but do it in a really scientific and in a really holistic and kind way. I am your person. Go to keziahall.com forward slash sale. Get on the wait list. This doesn't commit you to anything, but it just means I will let you know over um, and over the Christmas break, I'm going to be running the sale probably for about a week. There will only be a limited number of spaces available based on my own availability. But if you've been working with me and you genuinely haven't been able to afford it, this is for you. I will also be offering discount payment plans. So this is going to be one time only an incredible saving to work with me. So keziahall.com forward slash sale and we can get started in January, February or March. So if you want to know more, keziahall.com forward slash sale, sale, sale <laughs> to get a special discount on my root program. Again, this is the only time it's happening this year. I will not be doing this again. I don't do Black Friday. I don't do summer sales. This is my big sale. So get on the list. keziahall.com forward slash sale. Now let's get back to the show. That's one thing, looking at food intolerances. The other thing, I have been really focused on having a lot of evenings in the week. Um, So my kids go to bed at seven o'clock and I have probably been working a couple of evenings, maybe one evening a week, maybe two, but the other five evenings or the majority of my evenings, I have been full on focused on recovery. I kind of think about my evening time as like recovery, rest, restore, nourish, receive mode. Like they are recovering time. I try, if I, we do have life admin to do, like tonight we actually need to do the diaries and think about Christmas and getting the Christmas tree and the like try and keep that to like 20 minutes. And then I am like in the bath, then I'm reading a book, then I'm watching the Bake Off, like really intentional. And it's not because I don't have a big long to-do list. I do. I could easily work on my business. I could easily work for the charity I work for. I could easily record podcast. There's so much stuff I could do. But because I have the mindset of like, right, I am like on a day-to-day basis with the jobs that I do and the kids that I have, and the exercise that I do, 
which I all love. I love all of those things. I love my work. I love my children. I love being married to the person I'm married to. I love going out for runs and training hard. So that, but that means, consequence of that means my evenings needs to be recovery. Really intentional, really boundaried, very focused relaxation, recovery time. So I've been really kind of, I'm boundaried around that. And another part of that as well is having wind down routines because sleep is such an important part of recovery. It's such an important part of reducing stress, of increasing your energy. I prioritize and pri- pr- and protect my sleep like, I don't know, like an angry mama bear. My sleep is more important to me than seeing my friend. Like it's just so important. Like I'll leave, I was hanging out with my friends last night. I left like 45 minutes before everybody because I was just tired. I want to get to bed. I want to have the energy. I want to have good mental health the next day. You know, all of these kind of things. So winding down in the evenings, a couple of things that I do, my little rituals are reading like books, fantasy books about fairies and oh, just nothing that's real. <laughs> Having Epsom salt baths in candlelight winding down or watching really chilled things like The Bake Off or Strictly Come Dancing with my blue light blocking glasses so that I'm not blocking my melatonin production, which is going to help me to reduce my stress and support my immune system and help me sleep. And I, and I, kids go to bed, I might do half an hour to an hour of work or admin or life logistics or tidying the kitchen or I don't know, whatever, all the boring things. And then I really make sure I'm winding down and recovering. So lots of Epsom salts in the bath. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's reading, maybe it's doing meditation if I'm really stressed out or a breathwork practice, but I focus on recovery and I focus on winding down so that I can prioritize and protect my sleep. It's really difficult to have stable and resilient mental health if your sleep quality and quantity is poor. It's also really hard to have resilient, stable energy if your sleep quantity and quality is poor, okay? So another thing I've been doing as part of that is also reducing alcohol. Now, I have never been a big drinker. I'll, what's the word, placate? No, (laughs) say this before, I've never been a big drinker. I didn't only really start drinking later on in my adulthood. I didn't really like alcohol. I was also really skint. I was working for charities and with homeless people and elderly people and an artist like I did I so spending money on alcohol and when I didn't particularly like it was just the biggest waste of time anyway because I didn't have the money to spend so it's only really as I've gotten older and especially since I've had kids that I've drank more regularly now I still wasn't drinking a lot I was probably just drinking at the weekends maybe one drink two drinks a week maybe three drinks a week so but that was a lot for me based on what my normal is and because Alcohol does actually help you in the moment to feel better in terms of anxiety because it increases your GABA, which helps you to go like, oh, nice and calm. That's kind of why we're like, oh, I'm really stressed. Let's have a glass of wine or whatever, G&T. But actually the next day you have actually really reduced that GABA. So you've really messed up your own brain from alcohol. And I do really notice that. So I'm not necessarily saying I'm never drinking or I'm now sober because I don't really need those kind of boundaries because it's never been that much of a problem, but I have massively reduced it and it does really help my energy. It really helps my anxiety and mental health. And when the more alcohol you drink, the poorer your sleep is. So, so many of us are just in a bit of a vicious cycle of needing caffeine in the morning and alcohol in the evening to, you know, caffeine to pick you up, alcohol to calm, alcohol to calm you down. 
And that is actually a very toxic cycle to be in, but it's very celebrated. If you look at like parenting culture, it's all like wine o'clock, coffee, 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 wine, 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 coffee, 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 gin, gin, gin. And that is a bit of a recipe for low energy and an more unstable mental health, I would say. So I still love my whiskey. I still really love wine, but I'm just being really mindful of it and focusing maybe on a couple of drinks a month, not every weekend, not every Friday, not every Saturday, not, you know, these habits. I've been focusing more on flavored fizzy water and kombucha and um, some trying some alcohol-free beers and like low alcohol options. And there's lots of those now because sometimes it's not actually about the alcohol. I just want something that's not water and that's not a cup of tea, <laughs> but that's also not sweet. That's the other thing. I don't like juice. I don't like sweet fizzy things. So whiskey's not sweet. It's, you know, some of it's a flavor thing, but there's a lot more options now to try from. So alcohol, I have been reducing that and that really helps. It just, it just helps your brain. The science is really clear. Alcohol consumption just doesn't really help anything. <laughs> I get that it's fun. Like I do enjoy alcohol. I will drink again. We're coming into the festive season. Um, I'm sure I will buy some nice champagne, um, some organic champagne maybe for New Year. Um, and I do like whiskey. I actually feel best drinking whiskey, if that makes sense. I don't get as anxious. I sleep totally fine. It really doesn't affect me that much, probably because I hardly drink any of it, if that makes sense. You're not going to drink like a big glass of whiskey. Well, I don't. You just take like little sips and it feels kind of medicinal. I don't know. I just lied to myself. Um, and I live in Scotland and it's just sort of part of Scottish culture, which I love. Um, and it's quite a clean ingredient thing. You know, a lot of wine out there has tons of crap in it, colors and sugars and because you'll notice you don't have to write ingredients in on wine, on alcohol really at all. So they can put a lot of stuff in there, <laughs> which can make you feel awful. Anyway, so alcohol. I've also been supporting and supplementing some of my energy and my stress, especially in anxiety with supplements. So I've been adding in more fish, fish oil to support my brain, making sure I'm getting enough B vitamins, um, adding in some herbs like ashwagandha and passionflower and um, some amino acids like L-theanine. Often I'm taking these in like blends, making sure I'm getting my St. John's wort. Um, and I also started on um, supporting my hormones again with some Angus castus. So just a couple of things just to bolster um, and making sure I'm getting vitamin C and a lot of magnesium as well to really just support my adrenals and kind of supplement and bolster my way through this period, if that makes sense. So these aren't things I'll probably be on for the rest of my life, but just to really help reduce stress and they have been really helping. So, and the other thing I've been doing is just trying to go slower and more gentle. Like when I drop the kids off at school or nursery or whatever, and I can normally like walk really fast back, walk, 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 walk. And actually just be like, just slow down a bit, like just slow. I've also been um, replacing some of my more intense workouts and exercises because I was trying, I was training for triathlons over the summer, which was great. I loved doing that, but uh, triathlon season won't be for like a good six months. So I've been swapping in some of my cycles. Also, it's dark now, so I was getting up at like six a.m. and going for a long cycle or for a swim in a lock or going for a run. I don't do, I don't exercise alone in the dark outside. It doesn't feel safe. So I've been swapping those for yoga, which has been really good. And that's also been really helping my energy, just not exercising as intensely, doing some more yoga, stretching, walking, and just taking that down a notch. So for some of you, 
this is not what you need to hear. You need to move your butt and exercise. <laughs> like you don't do any exercise, but I know a lot of you listening might be like me where maybe you love exercising, but if you're feeling tired, you probably need, you might need to tone it down a bit, especially if you're doing really high intensity things like HIIT training and running or exercising or intense gym classes like five times a week, that's not sustainable long-term. Like when I was training for my triathlon, I knew my training schedule wasn't a long-term schedule. It was a training schedule. And I knew that I would need a period of rest and pulling back a little bit. And that's okay. It's not, it, it's not healthy for most of us to train intensely, constantly. It's too much. You have to pull back. You have to breathe. And that's why yoga can be really helpful because in the morning I'm moving I'm using my body, but my body is staying in a parasympathetic nervous state and it, it's not, it doesn't use up as much energy and it doesn't create as much of a cortisol or adrenaline release as say waking up and going for a long cycle or waking up and doing sprints and runs. So that has also been really helpful. So those are just a couple of things that I have been doing to help that have been increasing my energy and helping support my mental health and reduce my anxiety. So if you want more energy or you want a more resilient mental health, just pick one of those things. The easiest and quickest wins, I would say, are the caffeine and the alcohol, honestly. Um, just experiment with it, like reduce those, ditch those for like two weeks or something and just see how you feel. That's probably going to give you the quickest wins. And then some of the other things are a bit more of a slow burner. Although you could also argue sleep and reducing exercise and winding... <laughs> All of them, you could say, are going to be helpful, but those would be where I would start, okay? So I hope this is helpful. I hope um, getting a bit of an insight into my own body and health kind of helps you, inspires you, um, and I will see you next week for another episode. Sending you lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. That really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel. So thank you for being here and I will see you next week. <laughs>